John. Marilee. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Perfect. Wonderful. Yeah? Hmm. Hello. <laughs> okay. How are the dogs? How are the dogs? The dogs are good. They're good. You know, yeah, they're good. I walk them. <laughs> I swear, they're just like kids, you know? I know. Yeah. Great. And uh, anyway, so yeah, we went for a nice walk this morning. And and then, of course, you know, I get a lot of, a lot of information coming at me from different sources. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm just listening to these things and reading these things. And it's, it's concerning. It's, I'm concerned, legitimately. Um, yeah, I watched uh, two of the national news shows this morning about what's going on in the world, and and uh, so I, I'm, I, I'm sure we're concerned about a broad spectrum of things. But yeah, I share your your concern at least. Yeah. Well, you know, the national news is not telling us what's going on. They're telling. There's a lot of fear-based stuff going on, you know, there, but behind the scenes. You know, what people are talking about, what they're sharing, what they're digging up, the truth of, you know, documents that have been filed and what the agenda is. This is what I'm talking about. The news isn't talking about that. They're not going to say anything about that. Right. I know. That's where we that's where you and I meet the broad spectrum definition mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where where we where we where we cover a broad scope between the two of us, I think. Right. So what's the news saying? Uh, that you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. What's it saying? <laughs> no. no, I just I just threw that in for for Sunday morning fun. <laughs> uh, no, no, I got I got a thing from a friend of mine this morning. In fact, from We the People. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I'm I'm I think what's happening in my case is that as people begin to realize that I am talking with, with um, the, that you and I are talking mm-hmm. and they, and they can pick up on your positioning. Yeah. That they're starting to feed me your stuff. You know? <laughs> good. <laughs> you know, oh, that's I've good. Been, my friends who I am now learning more about are back channeling me on your material. <laughs> like, like you ought to pay attention to this girl. Okay, oh, that's great. I love it. <laughs> right. So, okay. Well, then, okay. That being said, what is concerning to me is that you know, hell, okay, where we live, is a rabbit hole that does not end. It you just go deeper and deeper and deeper into the reality of this realm we'll say Mm -hmm. and they're not showing you the light they're just showing you the dirt everything that is the truth about what's going on what the agenda is who's doing it who's responsible what they filed and you know there's a lot of people out there that have no idea on on either side what's happening you know well i think is uh i mean i'm thinking it as a as a democracy um, the problem we have with that, or maybe the positive side of that problem, is that is that um, people can defend themselves in court, or it's it's you know innocent until proven guilty, or stuff like that. I mean, I think George Santos is a good example of 
of how that works both ways, where he was expelled yesterday for for um, for for no specific crimes other than he he's invented his entire life, and that that turned out to be a problem for the for the house. But it it also he also now can go to court, and he can sue everybody for that situation, and he might win. And I think that's the beauty of where we live. I'm not speaking for Santos or against Santos. I'm just speaking for the process. The process, in my opinion, seems to work. Um, there, I mean, the House was split on his vote. Those who wanted to keep a narrow majority in the, on the Republican side and those who just want to get him out of there because he was a bad fit. But he still he still has his day in court coming if he wants it. So yeah, that's good. It's all, it's all a that's show. Good. Well, I know that. I mean, that's that's a that's a whole other overriding thing, right? That 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 uh, that you and my back channel friends are telling me about the whole thing doesn't exist anyway. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> you know? However, there is no justice. There is no <laughs> no <laughs> no. It's their court, not ours. I have a I have an idea that has nothing what? to do with what we're talking about, but I think it's a cool idea. I want to talk to you about it because okay. we haven't talked about this, so I want to talk about it. Right now, um, we've been getting a, a few um, uh, comments on yeah. our on this program, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm thinking that maybe I have um, if people would because uh, people will listen to us you know throughout the week, so I'm thinking I have a signed copy of your book, and I have a signed copy of my book, and signed copies of books are pretty cool. What I'm thinking is maybe we put together, and I'll put a notice on the on the on this show's uh, whatever you put, whatever you call that, where you put down what you know what's going on in the description. Yeah. Yeah. That that we that that people who listen to our show and send us uh, creative um, stuff, you know, whatever, that we will that we'll give we'll do this for a week. They'll have a whole week to you know send us stuff, and then next week like sunday or monday whatever it is we'll figure it out we will uh we, we, you will i'm not going to take the rap on this one and give the, you're going to do this you're going to you're going to select the best one and then i will send that party a signed copy of your book and my book that's fun does that sound like fun yeah that's cool that's a lot and, of fun and um and uh but I don't want to have. I don't want anybody to get back to me and say I made the wrong decision. So it's going to be your decision, you know, Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> you know, I actually. I mean, it's a great idea. It's a great idea, and it actually goes right with our conversation that we were just having. We didn't get there, but in my mind, it, it you know it dovetails into it. And the reason why is because my point being about all the stuff that was, you know, going on, right? Either people are privy to it or they're not privy to it, you know, whatever. What my point of it is that we are digging, 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 digging to find out the reality of, you know, what is going on here? Like on a grand scale in our universe and who we are and what we're doing here and what they can control and what they can't control and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, all right. You know, we've got Tucker Carlson talking about the Nephilim. It's like, really? 
Okay, so it's 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 seeds again. They're dropping seeds. You know, they're planting these things in us to program our mind to to direct them direct us in a certain way to expand and consider what might actually be. Okay, so we're controlled. We don't really have the freedom here in this experience because we're controlled by something beyond much greater than us and they're not calling it god so so right so it is so it's insidious i guess is what you're saying right it's insidious as opposed to that's right opposed divine. To, uh, divine it's insidious. Mm -hmm. right and it gets just worse and worse about you know to the point where I mean, literally, we're just puppets, you know, because we're talking about, you know, all of this agenda has been implanted in our mind in some way, shape or form. Everything has been injected into us because we they can make it so small. These little nanoparticles that, you know, we're breathing, we're eating um, our clothes, you know, when you do the um, the. The digging on the clothes and what these manufacturers are putting in our synthetic clothes mm -hmm. and it's it's getting right into our skin so you know everywhere you look everywhere you turn it's like wait a minute what you know it's like how can people be so evil what is going on here and no remedy well i don't think there ever will be a remedy there is there most certainly is. No, no, no. I mean, no, no. Well, oh. the remedy. Oh, yeah. Okay. The remedy is just to follow the game. Is to is to is to practice love. practice who you and, are. It's love. Yeah. Right. Yeah, mm -hmm. Of course. So I mean, you are the remedy. I get that. Mm -hmm. uh, but that would make our show very short. What um, do you mean? Well, I would just say you know, all these problems and the and and by the game of primarily, it's it, that's the answer and. See you next week. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I, I think um, just to be love. You know what I mean. Just to lead our listeners with love. You know, if if as long as we're all feeling good, we're listening, we're feeling good, and it carries us through our day. That means we are strengthening our biofield. And as long as we can keep our space, and we were talking about it yesterday, pure, happy, elevated, you know, the impact of what's about to happen will be less on us because we're focused on love. That's the strength. That's the armor of God. Not just, you know, biblical, you know, to quote. We have to actually be it. Well, let's take let's take it another let's take it down another path here. The difference between uh, grand design and natural selection for us as a species. Natural selection doesn't include God, doesn't include design, and design includes God. And usually, the design people have God intervening and making us human or making us wherever we are. You know, within the last I don't know, was ten thousand years or something or six thousand, something like that sort of ties up to Noah's Ark or whatever they think. Um, so in natural selection, uh, we are a complex uh, inheritance of the genes of both of our parents, and that's an evolutionary thing that's been going on for, for eons through natural selection. And we have evolved into what we talked about yesterday, which is something that can think about other stuff besides just the moment. 
All right, that's how we, and we end up coveting other people's goods. We take it away, we go to war, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. The other peep, the, the other side of that is, is divine, is, is, is grand design. All right. But if you take the population as a whole, you can't make the distinction between the two there in terms of good and evil. You can't, mm-hmm. the, the, the grand design people are just as bad, if not worse, than the natural selection people, or they're at least on par with one another. Mm-hmm. So your argument yesterday or day before was it rolls back to free will and the Garden of Eden. Mm-hmm. All right. So what's the excuse now for the, for natural selection or evolution? Where did, how does that tie up to anything? Because it exists. Or does it not exist? In other words, is origin of the species by Darwin, you know, I think that's as valid as the Bible mm-hmm. in terms of two books. All right. Okay. So, okay, I'm done now. I'm going to sit down and listen to you. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, you know, we're getting into philosophy, right? And philosophy is, you know, expanding our thinking by just considering all these different people who thought a certain way and where well where we're at right now we're learning that everything that has been presented to us and what we've learned in the past which is everything in the past is upside down and not true and they're they're literally turning everything upside down to where it's not true and we have been deceived forever about our reality, about what we think it is, what the truth is. And, you know, people who are, who are, who are following all of these quote-unquote truthers, you know, are taking in this information and getting programmed to the new program. Because we're taking in these seeds and we're planting them into ourselves. And this is what, what brings me to my concern. Because we're not trying to... Uh, unravel all the discrepancies and lies from the past. We will spend our whole life doing that if that's the case. Remember, when we're talking about the circus. We want out. I don't care what they lied about. I don't care what their intention is. I don't care about any of that stuff. I want out. And the only way out is through love. And each one of them keeps saying that. They talk about chi. They talk about our, our biofield. They talk about the tourists. They talk about, you know, but they don't tell you how. So that means that the grand population needs to understand that love is the answer. But nobody's figured out how. We're supposed to know that inherently. However, we've been programmed for centuries in these lies, even about love. So you're you're introducing a third party exactly. to to this to let's say that I'm I'm talking about design and natural selection. You're introducing insidious lies as the third party to the population. Mm-hmm. Now, so that introduces then uh, some part of a fourth party. If it's just if it's not the lie itself, then who is the liar? Well, that's just it. And that's where, you know, people are trying to figure out that it's something greater. There's there's entities that are controlling this earth place 
Right. Okay. So let's 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 table that for a second. Then this is just for my own interest. Um, let's take that now to what's currently going on in that, in in, uh, in current news uh, regarding extraterrestrial beings, which are seem to be not giving anybody any heartburn, and yet they seem to be showing up in all the all of the um, items right. that you would see, mm-hmm. and nobody seems to be concerned about it. Is that because the news media is lying to us, or is it because we are we've become immune to the whole prospect, and it's kind of like show me or I'm not going to believe it. Could be. What, yeah. Is, it, is it both of those things? What is it? I mean, um, I mean, I'm I have a lot of faith in Navy pilots who consistently and as a group, you know, have got this stuff on their on their radar, and it's a matter of record stuff that that flies outside the known envelope of of aviation and i'm a pilot mm-hmm. so you know and i'm on my and i'm a high performance pilot so um what um so i i tend to believe those guys that mm-hmm. there's something out there that they spotted that worked outside the envelope of aviation mm-hmm. so who are those people we don't know there's a lot there's there's a lot of speculation you know as to where do they come from are they good are they not good so are we looked at so are we being looked at then are we are we as a species as a planet are we a experiment that's going bad of of, of a much grander scale could be it could be i mean we, we, I don't know if we'll ever know. I really don't know. You know. So, if know. all right, okay. Um, every time you say I don't know, that means I have to speak again. No, um, it, I mean, <laughs> 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 it, it means that this is where we're at in the story. You know what I mean? It's a story, and it's 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 very convoluted. And there's there's okay. just a yeah a lot happening right now, and I think and you're writing about it, which is fascinating. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. And of course, you're a key player. Um, and, but I but I but I also I also can't violate my publisher's contract because I can't give away too much information, and mm-hmm. the publisher gets all pissy about that mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because they want the market, of course. I mm-hmm. get it. It's a business. Sure. Um, so we have to be careful how we talk about it, but. Nuggets here and there are okay, I guess. Um, I um, I uh, let's say that we take the you know if you look if you if you look at any picture of of let's say the James Webb Deep Space Telescope at this point that puts us out into you know hundreds of billions of gazillions of years of light years of everywhere. Uh, within within I think thirty million light years of what they think was the outside perimeter of first cause or the Big Bang, so I mean we're looking at a lot of stuff. And if you look at the pictures, you're looking at I don't know trillions of stars and galaxies. It's just unbelievable. It's it's like you were saying about there's no there's no bottom to hell. You know mm-hmm. there seems to be no limit to the universe. Right. It's, it just goes on forever. Mm-hmm. So. In that case, then we, as a planet, as a species, and as a group of phylum and whatever else you want to call those of us that live here, 
are are a unbelievably tiny, almost unrecognizable speck mm-hmm. in the universe. Right. So does it not make sense then that we could be an experiment run by something much grander than we are? And this has been going on for, for uh, you know, billions of years, not thousands, but billions of years. And we are just part of a great big soup. We're like stew. You know, the whole place is like stew. Somebody's stirring the pot. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Do, but we have this belief as a culture, and many cultures have the same belief. It just depends on how you want to structure it that we are going to go to a better place. Yep. That we're here. This is an experiment. We are, we're here to find our way home. I think that's what you're saying, mm-hmm. right? That's and right. What, and your book specifies how to get there. That's right. You're like, here's the, here's the rule book on how to get out of this mess, is what your book is about. My book is, is about how you got here, which is, which is I think, very interesting. Uh, but it's all. But it's also. It's a tale of many. It's, it's many tales because I'm involved in there too. But mm-hmm. your book is is the, is how to get out, how to elevate yourself. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to send a copy of my book and your book, signed by you and me, to someone who writes to us and gives us something creative, something creative and informative that we can, you know, that we can recognize. I think that's a swell idea, but. Does that carry forward to the whole great scheme of things that yes. we're being spoken to by various levels of people? They go up and up and up and up and up, and the response mechanism is going back and forth. You know, I mean, when you wake up in the morning, what's the first thing you do? You know, I don't know. What do you? What do I do? I, I guess I grab my phone and look for back channel information. Right. You know. Which right there, yeah, you grab your phone, see what time it is, or, you know, and then the same, what are the messages, you go to the back channel, whatever. And, I mean, I know damn well that's not what we should be doing at all. Like, at all. Mm. Okay, okay. All right. Right, because of the energy that comes off of there, I mean, it's going right into our eyes. It's just, it's just so bad, you know. Oh, gosh. And then, okay. But hearing you, it's like I'm I'm literally going from a microscope to a telescope, a microscope to a telescope. You know, we're looking out far, 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 but then we're looking at our world so close, so close. And, you know, we're tiny, but yet in in whatever scale, we're looking out of the world going, oh, my God, you know, what is going on? It's global and it's a mess and there's evil agendas far greater than our understanding. And how are we going to get out? It's just a horror film is what it is. And. So when you walk through the trees in your quiet times, and when I walk through the trees in your quiet times, you sit down. If I sit down on a stump on a, on a nurse log with a, with a jackknife and whittle, you know, in a, in a group of trees, Am I communicating with those trees in some way? Always. And they're communicating with me, I presume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about what's going on. Are they are they fearful, do you think, of what's going on? 
No. Why? Because it's not real. Only love is real. And that's all they know. Damn, you're good, really. You're very good. Let me write that down. Yeah, barely does it again. <laughs> <laughs> you must have just, you don't have a regular car deck. You just have all aces. That's all you have in your car deck is just aces. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> one one queen of hearts and, and 50 to one aces. Is that what you've got? <laughs> uh, so, you know, but to that. You know, we need to be that. And what what concerns me, you know, from the beginning of this conversation is that the time, the time frame, you know, it's like people please understand that all of this fear is literally meant like, like to pull us back like the arrow to shoot us off into our new existence, which is love. You know, and you don't have to suffer that the pain of it all, if you start doing it now. But isn't that just, isn't that just a definition of heaven, really? Yes. In a, in a, in a pedestrian sense, it's just heaven. It's elevating to a higher order. It's, That's right. You know, it's, it's the near-death experience version or it's the, it, you know, it's near-death experience. People come back with this golden orbs and singing angels, and I've never been happier in my life, situation where they, they somehow broke away from the surly bonds of Earth. I think that's Ronald Reagan's phrase when the uh, Columbia exploded. Mm-hmm. You know, you get away. You get away. Somehow you get away. Mm-hmm. And they find their way back rather quickly. From what I read in like the irreducible mind and things like that, people who are dying don't seem to be unhappy about it at all. Mm-hmm. It's like almost a finally situation. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing right now, though. It's the fear. The fear is our lack of control, you know, that we're becoming transhuman, that everything that <clears throat> we know and we believe is being implanted, you know, uh, in our system and in our mind, unbeknownst to us, we don't know what we're doing to consume all these things. And it's beyond our rationale to even believe that it's true. So we're completely helpless. But that gets back to my argument of yesterday, which is I don't understand the strategy behind transhuman. I don't understand, I don't understand what the end game is. For the other, for the bad side, for the dark side. What's the end game on the dark side? To win. Um, to win. But to win, what is the win? What is the win? Is to have ultimate control over what God created. So that, I mean, that's obviously then it has to be the devil. It has to be Lucifer. Right. Okay. So it's, it's again, we're back to the yin and yang of good and evil. Or it's, or it's all about science and balance. You know, science is all about balance. Nature is all about, everything's about balance. So isn't this then natural balance that we're going through? It's not unnatural? No, if you, if I'm sitting in my room and my room is clear and clean and fresh, 
and you walk in with a cigar and you blow that smoke in my room, you're polluting my space. And that's what has happened. Our clean, heavenly place, space, is being polluted by that smoke. And it's an illusion. Cigars aren't that bad. I mean, cigarettes, I, I would I would disapprove of a cigarette, but I can handle a cigar for a while. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't want cigars to get a bad rap. Um, my dad smoked cigars for years, years and years and years. Brings back a lot of memories. Um, okay, I, I get the metaphor, of course. Anybody gets the metaphor. It's a good metaphor. But the smoke but, isn't real. Well, now, see, that's the other part. That's the other part, is that is that we seem to have all this stuff that we're talking about here that is like it's like a hologram it's like it, it right. doesn't in other words our world is being removed from us it's like it's like uh heaven or um heaven in a chip i think was the name of the book heaven in a chip mm-hmm. um the the experiment was was that you could remove an entire brain one chip at a time until the person was no longer a person Mm. They were, they were an automaton um, mm-hmm. chips, and um, so that's how you create. And that's that's a book. I think I still have it somewhere here. Um, and of course, now we have the, the potential weaponization of AI, which makes that more real than ever. Where, in the media, be that real or not real, it's hard to know whether you're looking at, at the real person or an AI representation of the person. And even in my case, when I read documents, when I have AI read documents back to me, I have favorite voices right. that, I, that I always gravitate toward. I don't, I have a whole selection of voices, but there's only one female voice that I really like to read to have read to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and she has, there's no blood in her veins at all. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's but a vibration. Yeah, I gravitate mm-hmm. to that. Um, so, so, okay, well, my point about the cigar, though, and the smoke is that, mm-hmm. you know, you keep referring to the balance. Mm-hmm. And I say, no. You can have a clean room without smoke and enjoy it. We don't need it to be partially polluted. Well, I think I think that's a microcosmic example because you to have the room even exist, you have to have balance. Okay, the balance but the is what's ana- I know the room in existence. Okay, but while we're using this this metaphor about the cigar and a clean room, okay, we can't keep keep like you know hopping around. The point is that if we were all to cleanse ourselves of the fear and the things that create fear and pain. We would have a clean room. And in doing that, we would elevate and we wouldn't we would not be suffering according to all of these agendas, all of these back channels, all the information. You're not gonna suffer. And I don't understand why people aren't just jumping on it, going, Yeah, where's my ticket out? Cause I'm sick of the narrative. I'm tired of not being able to live my life. I'm tired of being broke. I'm tired of all of it. 
I'm tired of just hearing about it. I want my life back. You know what I like about you? What? One of the things, one of the many things. What? Is that, is that in, in rhetoric, in rhetoric, you have a skillful way when someone brings something else to the table that they obliquely attacks your position, you, in, with incredible grace, say, no, you can't use that. Uh, let's just go over and use something else. And it's believable. It's believable. No, no, John, you can't use that argument. Let's go over to my argument. <laughs> <laughs> and I sit there and go, tap my finger and say, well, okay, I can't use that. Next. <laughs> with no truck to why I believe that. Other than you said it, therefore it must be true. <laughs> because because we don't dispute the truth. <laughs> the truth is love. <laughs> you know, and I think that when we all hear it and we, we just, it just resonates and then our body goes, yeah, that's true. Right. There's only one truth and it's love. And if, the better we get at at discerning what is love and what isn't love, the better off we're going to be. Yeah, but the whole problem here has to do with everybody else's truth. You know, I mean that's a that's a thrown out thing that's been around for a long time. But, but right, you know, the, what's causing the problem is other people's truths. Right. What is the truth? It's whatever the perception is. Perception. Right. I mean, it's it's getting it's almost getting down to to, to precession of a black hole, and mm. that is that it distorts space and time. Which mm-hmm. includes your thinking, includes mm-hmm. your your process, your mental whole process. Is that if the spin gets too fast, and we're talking essentially about media spin here or control, if the spin gets too fast, it distorts everything, including time. Right. So right. the capacity then for a an a bad actor to do things to us based on how we react in three D which is the third dimensional world we live in, mm-hmm. is relatively simple. If you put it in, in physical terms, it may be hard to manage just because of the sheer mass, but it's simple to screw with us by simply picking up the spin in procession. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially goes back to the theory of relativity. So it's, it is a physics problem. It's math. It's a lot of geometry. It's a lot of that kind of stuff that we're, you and I are talking about. Now, I, you're thinking about it religiously as a, as a spiritual person. But I keep seeing it in numbers and angles and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like I listen to what you have to say and try and, and try and confabulate it into something that I can understand, even though I understand what you're saying intellectually. Mm-hmm. I try and move it into another format. Right. To you're the trying to make... I can, <laughs> you're trying to move God into science and and what you said right now is that I'm talking about a person I'm not talking about a person I'm not I'm trying to make that very very clear that God is not a person and if you look up what the definition of person is it's an entity okay it's a fiction in this world that's not what God is Pardon me while I look up person. Please do. Um, maybe I'll go to personal identity. 
What do you, I, don't tell me you're going to Google. Uh, no, I'm not going to Google. No, no, I'm going to my own notes. Your own notes, okay. Yeah, the world according to John. Oh. Um, okay. <laughs> we have just moved into what's called metaphysics. Okay. So, um, and and uh, personal identity. So you identify yourself through, through your own empirical self. In other words, your empiricism is your identity over time. Um, and the, uh, the judgments that are made in personal identity, whenever one says that a person is existing at one time is the same as a person existing at another time. That is, is our current president of the United States would be uh, his thing the same as Thomas Jefferson or uh, would the Declaration of Independence be written the same way today or whatever. So time, there's a time distortion. Um, and there's also, so with that goes morality and all kinds of stuff. Um, so person, the person, what, let's, let's get back to your, to your statement. What are, you're, what you're saying is we're not talking about people. We're not talking about a person. We're talking about a force. Is that right? A force. No, we're talking about um, commerce. So if you are a person and you have to go out and make money and exchange money, that person is a an entity, an, an entity in commerce. So you're no longer the living human being. Okay, okay so... You, it has to be... Um, equitable, which means that you can't have an individual, a person, a living, breathing person, go into court and then fight an entity. It has to be equitable. So when you walk into the court, you're considered a person, an entity. And that person does not have a voice because an entity doesn't have a voice. It's a corporation. So therefore, if you walk in and you don't have representation, it's assumed that the attorney involved is representing both sides. I think all you're doing, I mean, aren't you just stacking nomenclature on the top of a definition so that so that it's clutter, it becomes clutter, um, and it, it distorts the, the free will of a person? Well, because there's see. too many numbers, there's too many numbers and too many forms to fill out and too much taxes and too much IRS and too much all that stuff and criminal justice and whatever. In Black's, Black's Law Dictionary, I have it here in front of me, the fourth edition. Uh, so do I. Person. Just a minute. Do you want me to get it out? If you want. Where'd you get a Black's Law Dictionary anyway? Hey. <laughs> I'm blowing the dust off. My shoes brown. <laughs> no, it's green. <laughs> I have the deluxe fourth edition. Okay. Yeah. Deluxe. Blackstone, uh, black yeah. and blackstone, the most famous jurist of all time. Okay. All right. Under P, is it under P for person? Mm-hmm. No, P, P. Okay, P.A. Pawnee. What page is it on? Well, mine's on twelve ninety nine. 
and <laughs> mm-hmm. 12.99 mine is yeah um on the right column about a quarter of the way down well on on page 12.99 mm, it's, it's a man considered word. according to the that's right uh-huh okay carry on i've got it i'm putting a my man on right now a man considered according to the rank he holds in society hmm with all the right to which the place he holds entitles him and the duties which it imposes. Hmm. So you're rejecting all of that. I'm not rejecting it. It's, it's written. I'm not rejecting who am I? Well, I know you're, you're, the concept. I mean, that's people versus our company. No, no, we have to, no, we have to get, you know, dig deep and understand it. And then the, the second, the next. Yeah, but, par- but that's a legal citation. Right. That was found in court. That was found in court. Okay. Right. The word in its natural and usual signi- uh, signif- uh, signification includes women as well as men. Well, lucky you. Okay. Can you believe that bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. And then here we are. The term may include artificial beings as corporations. All right. And there but, we are. Yeah. So what you're saying is the artif- no, okay, artificial being as a corporation. Of course, a corporation is considered a person in law, in tax mm-hmm. law. A corporation mm-hmm. is a person. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why they, that's how, I, I think that's a control mechanism anyway to get for money. Everything is about control. As it it's about out. money. This is Satan's world. Right, right, right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Now, there are, for people who don't have a copy of Blacks, the citations here, the legal citations go on for about six or seven inches. Yeah, quite a bit. Um, It's just amazing, really. I have never looked up a person in Blacks, but I'm glad that we share this book together, even though the colors are different. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but, okay, so now, the term may include artificial beings as corporations. mm -hmm. Where do you think that comes from? Well, I'm, I mean, I will defer back to how it, how it came into law because everything in this book is, is cited in court through rhetoric, everything. There's no exceptions. Um, now, what you're saying, what I hear you say is that this, is, that this, is, this has been seeded some way uh, to distort Right. How? Right. How did a person, which could include me because I'm a woman. Lucky you. I know. (laughs) May. Right. Right. It says uh, may include artificial beings as corporations. So the person, this woman, may be an artificial an artificial being, a corporation. How well, I mean, this, did this that the test come of AI. to me? Well, I mean, it, I, it's it, let's just blame it on science. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. The way it came to be is called a birth certificate. The birth certificate. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right, com- right, becomes the entity. 
it becomes the entity that is the corporation. That's your person. And I, the woman of God, am not the person. Well, but if I'm reading down these the, the citations underneath the term, you've got uh, you've got uh, attacks, you know, the people versus that it has to do with tax, has to do with schools, districts, Saginaw, Michigan, territorial corporations, um, Seymour versus the school district, 53 Connecticut, you know, goes on and on and on. It seems like what's going on here is that they're all trying to figure out what the definition of a person is for the sake of some kind of control. It's people versus McLean in New York, uh, Bray versus Wallingford in Connecticut. These okay. are all people arguing with one another about what the definition of a person is for the sake of either getting money or, or, or receiving money or not receiving money or control of another corporation. Okay, right? it says here, corporations are quote-unquote persons as the word is used in the first clause. Then down below it says, but a corporation of another state is not a person within the jurisdiction of the state until it has complied with the conditions of admission to do business in the state. Yes, yes, oh. I get that, yeah. Okay, admission. A, you can't be a foreign corporation depending on where you are. You know, like, like okay. I have. Okay, well, all right. Well, I mean, I'm from a corporation in the state of Washington. I'm not going to be, I'm not a corporation in the state of New York. I'm only a corporation in the state of Washington. So in New York, I'm a foreign corporation. And I would have to comply. Or I'd have to enjoin myself with somebody there. All right, and you know how you do that? No, how? You got to get a driver's license. Well, it's, it's all the same snake. It's all well, the same. There may be the same snake, but the process is different. I mean, I, I would have to, you know, file articles. But this, and... Right. But see, here's the thing. You and I do not live in a state, period. And we live in a state of being. Yes or no? Yes, I mean yes. Metaphysically, yes, you're correct. I mean, metaphysically, you're always correct. So we have to just give you that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, the only way that I could live in a different type of state, other than a state of being, would be to create a confine, a corporation. Okay, something on paper is it's a map with lines. And to put right. me in there would be, I, I'd have to be able to fit in a file cabinet. Now, how are you going to put me in a file cabinet? You got to put a piece of paper in there with my name that represents my property. This is so the enslavement. You, okay, so I mean, so if you, <clears throat> trying to think if you're like becoming John Locke here, I. <laughs> um so all right so the, the name the birth certificate all the nomenclature that's stuck on your name that's stuck on you your name that's tied to that bond number tied to the to the number to the bond mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. bond number the bond you're bonded to the 
environment that you've been born into. You're bonded to the society. There's a What's number. Your, you're 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 like cattle. Uh, all right. You're, yeah. Your birth certificate, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, so that, and that's that's considered identification, valid identification, in this country, a birth certificate. Sometimes you have to produce one. I've had to do that for various kinds of passports and things, a birth certificate. So if I want to get a passport, which I carry two passports, all right? And I, mm-hmm. well, I carry a passport card and a passport. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, and that has a very official looking thing. Um, and to get that, I, I came up with, a, you know, all that stuff. I had to get a birth statement and so on. So what you're saying is that is part of the control mechanism that is Absolutely. evil. It's mm-hmm. evil. That's right. And it's evil because... Do you want to cover that one with me? Well, okay. Let's just go from this definition in the dictionary to the idea of a, a passport, a driver's license, a birth certificate. So yeah. now, now we can pay with our palm when we go to the grocery store. Yes, that's identification. Your palm is just reading is reading the lines. No, yeah. it's it's reading what has has landed on this earth what we have arrived and it we have been patented owned so you really do believe in spacemen at this point as control spacemen well spacemen i mean whatever whatever this control thing is um you're um, you're in some version of star wars i'm not sure i'm following however it just it has it it goes back to the root of existence you know if we're going to follow the story about adam and eve or if we don't follow that story and we just understand that we arrived here on this plane from somewhere else and here on this we arrived arrived. that's right well the arrival is i mean you're we don't arrive as persons. We arrive as protoplasm. You know, you arrive as semen and eggs. You don't just arrive. You 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 evolve through natural selection. Okay. No, okay, but all right. But what we're doing is we're we're going back and forth tit for tat instead of understanding the point of the message. So when I have arrived Okay, when I was born into okay. this existence. Okay. Right? All right. No one can verify or testify where I came from. No one. And even on my birth certificate, my mother is labeled as an informant. No one there knows who I am or where I came from. But isn't that an argument about vernacular instead of about about no, purpose or intent? No, I mean it's common sense. Well, it's convenience. It's, I would say it's 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 expeditious. Uh, it's where did insidious. I come from? Well, everybody knows where you came from. I mean, that's just sort of the way it is. You know, that's okay, so we're we're <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and take that and just go. Well, we all just know, but we're gonna argue against God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See, that's convenient. Mm-mm. 
<laughs> no, and no one can testify or verify as to who we are. And so each one of us has the power to say, this is who I am. And be it. You, you don't have the power to tell me that I'm not who I say I am. No one does. Well, that that really does screw up the civil code, you know. Because you still have to live in the street, follow the instructions of the traffic lights and stuff like that. Um, right, but those things you, you are for our safety. Do you want to live with Sasquatch or something? You know, when, no, when you but that's live? okay. But the okay, the street lights are for our safety. Okay, it gives us convenience. Time, time doesn't exist, but actually, it helps us because now we know when we're going to meet for lunch. It helps us. It's good until we make it to where it doesn't help us, and now it's about control. All right. Oh, yeah, but I, mean, I don't know how you're going to get rid of that flaw. I mean, that's a flaw. That is the literally the flaw of the human condition. That's the flaw of why we are able to think the way we do. You know, that's just how do you get that to go away other than love, right? Yeah, love. Well, you know what? When we just look at the L-O-V-E, it's simplified to where we do not understand the magnitude of the power. I mean, it's infinite and it covers everything. And it, and as we start to chip away at ourself and the behaviors that are contrary to love, we start to understand how powerful that energy field really is. And, you know, everything has been so watered down, simplified and sold you know, people making tons of money saying, here, you're just not doing it right. Let me show you how I manifested millions of dollars. And it's like, mm -mm. let me talk to you for a few minutes and I'm going to tell you what you did. Because it wasn't love. Yes, rare. Rare is the man who is rich and also um, all the other stuff you're describing. Because um, we want to be sold. That's we're conditioned <clears throat> to be sold. It's like we don't even have so, an intuition but, I mean, anymore. I mean, the thing is, I mean, we have fingerprints, we have DNA, we have continuity in how we walk, we have we operate in space time, we am we are because we are based on Rene Descartes. We are we have souls. We have identities. Right. Either cosmic or otherwise, we have identities. It seems to me what you're trying to do is take us away from the pedestrian form of identifying who we are and keep us in a cosmic state of being. We are being with the universe. We are in being right. with ourselves. We are in being with our cup of coffee. And that's classical, again, you know, that's classical phenomenology. That's the boys, that's the boys in the coffee houses of Paris. Who got sick and tired of the oppression of the um, of the Axis powers in Europe, mm -hmm. and so they just wanted to be being. They just wanted to be beings, and that's why Paris became so popular. And is always with me too because you can just go. Be There's nothing more wonderful than just being in Paris, unless you get stabbed like the German tourist did yesterday. You know the world is coming apart, unfortunately. But that's another story. Uh, I the purpose though. Uh, the purpose of the point is to help us recognize the truth about who we are. 
So if I work, walk into a courtroom, does anybody know who I am by my fingerprint? Does anybody know who I am when I'm walking when I walk in? Well, in context, yes and no. No, they don't know who you are in being, but they certainly know you who you are in terms of how we've kept track of you since you were born. Yes, all that's available. Unless... Okay, but wait, wait, wait. That's to assume that they have all that information on me. But if I walk into a courtroom today and there's, I don't have any court case going on, do they know who I am? We well, have no. to demonstrate. All right. No, they don't. I mean, I guess according to laws, you know, Black's Law's dictionary, I'm a woman. I can be identified that way. I'm at least in here, perhaps. Well, 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 if you're in court, you can be. A, you can also be identified as the assailant. You know, by witnesses that that body, that being, just walked in over there, whether she has a driver's license or not, is the is a woman that killed my dog. Okay, but you're okay, but that's to assume again that I I have purpose or reason to be there. I'm saying I don't have any reason to be there. I'm just going to be a fly on the wall. I'm going to walk into a courtroom and I want to see what goes on in there. Does anybody know who I'm who I am? No, no. but why should they care? But why should they care? That's not my point. My point is nobody can tell me who I am other than me. Ah, I see. All right. Okay. And that gets back that to... That gives me... That gives me validity. I am who I say I am. Not who you have created me to be. Oh, God, you're not John Locke. You're Renee Descartes. I'm sorry. I forgot that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but by the I way. Am, I am who am what? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, okay, I know our hour is coming up, but I yeah. wanted to tell you that on a different note completely, I am so happy with my, my tonic. <laughs> oh, my yeah? Yeah it's, tonic? yeah, it's been like, I don't know, what, four days or something I said? I don't yeah. know how long it's been, but I have not washed my hair at all, and yeah. I've only used the rice water. Now I have to make more because I went through my whole um, liter that I made. Yeah. And um, every single day, I'm looking at my hair going, yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. I can style it. I don't have, I mean, I wake up in the morning and I look in the mirror and go, yep, I can just go outside. Nobody would know the difference. <laughs> that, that's really cool. I what's know. The, what's the ratio of rice water or okay, rice to so water? Okay, so I don't know because, you know, I just, I, I got inspired and I just decided to make it. And I, and I, I'm. Okay, so I had a La Crusade pan it, pot, and it probably holds, you know, mm, gosh, it's vertical, like maybe, yeah, maybe like a liter or something, yeah. And then I put a little bit of rice, maybe a quarter of a cup. Okay. And and fill the pot with water. I don't. I honestly don't think it matters as long as you don't have too much water, you know. Filled it with water. How, and, how, how about hmm. how much how many but rosemary? How much rosemary goes in there? Um, I think I probably put like three tablespoons, just like, like as if I was making a pot of tea. Okay. Just dried rosemary, just threw that in there and I let it simmer. I, I let it just simmer for like 15 minutes. You, you um, don't boil it. You just heat it up yeah. so it kind of mixes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Then you refrigerate I mean, it. I don't need to boil it. I mean, think about it if you're going to make rice, 
You know, you boil the water, you throw the rice in, right? You cover yeah, it. And you okay. Cover it and turn it down, yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. okay. So it's the same thing, but you have more water than the rice can absorb. But do you do you blend it? Or do you just No. Just, you don't. So no. the rice, what does the rice do? Uh, the rice gets really soft. Really, so does really it look soft. like you're putting maggots in your hair or something? What do you do with the Not rice? at all. No, I strain it. Oh, so the rice doesn't go into your hair. No. The rice is just a component. Right. Okay. Okay. So we don't... <laughs> I kept thinking we had these white things in your hair. No. No. It's no. just the, you know, I, then you strain it and you have this kind of a, you know, tonic. It's rice water with rosemary tea. And I put it in the refrigerator. Oh, my God, it feels so good on my hair, you know, on my head. Like it's stimulating or whatever. Rosemary is so good for your brain and for your memory and for hair growth. It's wonderful. I'm going to try it. Yeah, you should cool. try it. I'm going to yeah. try it. <laughs> so I have not washed my hair in five days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try it. Sounds good to It's wonderful. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, when I'm like when I'm blow drying my hair, because it's for women, right? I'm mm -hmm. blow drying my hair and I'm thinking, oh, my God, like it's not getting frizzy. It doesn't, it, it holds the body. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like I put curlers in my hair or something. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Really. I know. <laughs> and I look in the mirror and go, am I crazy or what? Because this is actually working. <laughs> oh, so, God. That's what I know. And I'm so, <laughs> I'm so happy about it because, I mean, think about how cheap that is. Number one, right? And you you eliminate all those chemicals. Well, yeah, the chemicals just went away. Yeah. Completely. Wow. Yeah. So I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm mm -hmm. actually going to see it. I'm going to see uh, Tracy Chong, my dermatologist, uh, on Thursday. I yeah. I'm going to I'm going to talk to her about this. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and that way, and then somebody's going to put it in a bottle and name it and patent it. And, oh God. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, well, anyway, so yeah. So there okay. We are. So, so people that are still with us, um, send us uh, comments, uh, which are available on Spotify. And then we're going to do this for a week. And at the end of the week, uh, Marilee will pick the most interesting comment and we're going to send you signed copies of both our books. Interesting okay. or the, just the the one heartfelt or the one I appreciate or what? Right. what? Your, your problem. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, then you better speak from the heart. That's all I got to say. <laughs> all right. Good. All right. I love all you. Right. I'll see you. I love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye.